0: From Orlando, Florida and Tulsa, Oklahoma, welcome to the 1330 Podcast with your hosts, Keith Neighbor and Brent Bailey. Pulling from nearly half a century of experience, Brent and Keith share unique wisdom and proven insight to build the leader within you. Interact with us now on Facebook and Twitter at 1330 Podcast or email your questions and comments to 1330podcast at gmail.com.
1: The 1330 Podcast starts right now. After more than a year away, we have decided to come out of retirement. Uh, just I would think of it as a long hiatus. A long hiatus, yeah. Maybe
0: uh, extended vacation time, Brent.
1: And it's uh, time once again for the 1330 Podcast. I'm Brent Bailey. Keith Neighbors sitting here to the left of Brent. And we are uh, back uh, after some time off. We've We just haven't had time. No, we haven't been together for so long, Brian. Yeah, it's just if, been terrible. And when we had, you were on vacation. And, and nobody it? wants to work no, on vacation. No, so.
0: no, no.
1: But, uh, wow, well, it's... Uh,
0: we're not vacationing now, though. We're sitting in my
1: kitchen. Yes, we, we've changed studio locations. Yeah. And no longer recording uh, from... Uh, Oral Roberts' office, or our friend Hammy's office. No, we're uh, in a little less
0: anointed area, my kitchen. (laughs) I don't know, you can whip up some pretty good anointed dishes here. My kitchen is pretty anointed, so, (laughs)
1: yeah. But uh, we've been uh, away, but we're back to talk more about um, leadership and ministry and things that are going on. And, you know, before we get into today, Keith, I was talking to Dan Taylor, who was our guest well, a while ago. Well, he was one of the last guests we had on our podcast. It's the only cat, yeah. yeah, really, yeah. one of the only guests we've yeah. had. But uh, well, he we said, "Amy and uh, Josh." He said that uh, he was out somewhere and uh, somebody came up and introduced themselves to him and said, "You're Dan Taylor, right?" And he said, "Yeah." And he goes, "I heard you guys. Uh, I heard you are on the thirteen thirty podcast." Well, we're making people and famous. He, and he, it's what we do. He Grant. bought Dan's meal. Wow,
0: well, I've never had that happen to me, and I'm one of the co-hosts. <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> so. But anyway, uh, we just wanted to kind of talk today, and we're, we, we just really decided to go back to our basics of what we have, what we've kind of cut our teeth on in ministry and leadership, and, and that's what we were going to talk about today. Leadership. 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 Um, you know, I've been pastoring now for uh, five years. Uh, it was Congratulations. Last, well, thank you. Uh, last Sunday, October I'm not buying 1st. Your dinner. <laughs> last Sunday, October the 1st, Direction Church turned five years old. Um, and Keith has been, uh, for the last four and a half, five years, yeah. uh, running crews. Yeah, working and, in the world, man. And so before five. that, both of us had been in full-time ministry for 20-plus years. Yeah. And so... Um, we really just wanted to kind of go back and and kind of pick up there where we had left off, and that was to uh really talk about i don't know the basics the beginning the why yeah. leadership's important
0: yes absolutely
1: we um We both noticed that uh, a lot of times people that are in uh, especially younger folks that are kind of new to it they get in and they want to um they're they understand that they're trying to get people to to do a job or a task or 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 to complete a Complete something and
0: well Brent, can I interrupt you on that for yeah. one moment? Mm-hmm. It's not just young people that have this problem. This is a this is a problem that you see all over. And working in the business world right now, I see it all the time. People that, that'll come in and uh you're gonna do it because I told you to do it. Yeah. You're gonna do it because it's you know, it, it obviously it's part of your job and you're getting paid to do it. But there's very little uh direction. There's very little, you know, uh, training, teaching, uh, mentoring, those types of things that are going on with this stuff. And when we're looking at being a a good leader, not just a leader, anybody can be a leader, but being a good leader, the thing uh, to me, that one of the things that separates good leaders from just being a leader or being in charge, maybe is uh, a good leader is somebody that's going to really take people under their wing, help them out, mentor them, um, when a mistake is made, it's uh, you're not yelling at them all the time. Yeah, but you're. You, it's not that you're ignoring the mistake, but make it a teaching moment.
1: I guess it's it's the, being the difference between a boss and a leader. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I think I read a really interesting article about that. What's the difference between a a boss and a leader? And and that's kind of what we're really boiling down to is is that a lot of people young or old i i'm in my experience now i'm seeing people that not necessarily are young but it's just people new to the leadership role there you go that they're uh they're getting more into the it's the it's got to be the completion of the task yep so I, and and i'm telling you what to do but there's no um they don't understand that it's more than that that it's more than just the completion of a task and you you're doing your job so to speak that you're To be a a true good leader, you've got to develop somebody into becoming effective and good at their job, not just for your bottom line, but for the the development of the person as well. But how
0: do you do that?
1: Well, and that's what we're we're going to try and tackle over these next few returns of the podcast here. We probably won't touch it all today or the next few. I mean, we could never exhaust this subject. I don't think so. I don't don't think so either. But um, I think the thing that I would jump off – jump just to jump right into it here is this is if you're going to lead somebody um you 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 have to have a clear understanding of where you want to go but then you have to teach them how how to get there and then they have to be able to reciprocate that and teach how to get there as okay, well okay
0: so you made a statement there and we can we can draw a parallel we can pull out of the bible on this one of where where there is no vision the people run wild yes. there's you know where there's no vision the people perish Cast off restraint <laughs> yeah and uh Just in working with businesses, like I do now, I work. uh, I do business to business stuff. I work. I deal with other businesses and other business people, not just men, but women as well. And one of the one of the things that I've noticed in people that I deal with, the people that are the most organized have the best customer response, customer relationship, uh, you know, kind of customer service side of things. The ones that are rated the highest in that. There's something more with the person in charge. They have a relationship with the people that are underneath them. And they—it's—it it isn't a relationship of manipulation. It's a relationship of them caring enough about them to come in, teach them the right way to do it. They're not really big on the... On you know yelling, screaming, hollering at everybody for for not doing what's you know, what they were supposed to do, and and I mean I know there's moments of frustration with all that where you know we lose our cool on that and you know where we probably shouldn't, but I, I've just noticed over the the course of these these last few years that I run into the you know certain people where you know you listen to them talk about the people they work for and it's like I mean are you like in a cult or something I mean the <laughs> yeah, way that they yeah. just the regard that they hold the people that they work for and it's it's refreshing. Hey, it's our I'm cat. Sure. Yeah. It's our new mascot. <laughs> That's right. Uh, <laughs> and uh but you know when we come in and we look around at that and you and you hear those people talking about it and I've asked them questions about it before and they said they care about me. Yeah. They care about my family. And it's a, it's an interesting thing as to then you come in and you hear the people that are like, I mean, I have a, a lot of them are, are maybe lower level empo- employees, truck drivers, different things like that that I've dealt with that are just malcontents. Yeah. And, and, and I asked one of the guys, I got to know him pretty good, and it was like, dude, what's your deal, man? I mean, everybody else seems to really enjoy what they're doing, and then you come along. <laughs> and, and, you know, so, I mean, I just flat out asked him, like, you know, I mean, I know you hate your job. I mean, is it the, is it the pay? Is it What is it? And he could never tell me. He just didn't like it. And I, and I, I, I thought it was interesting because most of the times if, you know, if I say, hey, do you like peanut butter? Do you like crunchy or smooth? You, I have pretty strong feelings about that. You don't have crunchy peanut butter. Yeah, I yeah. don't like it. And I can tell you all the reasons why. I can tell you things about my job that I don't like or that I really like. And he just couldn't ever really place his finger on what it was that he so desperately hated about his, and so passionately hated about his job, and I think it came down to he expected more out of life, and he realized this could be all it is for me.
1: You know, I, I think we're conditioned
0: to that, but he had no meaning. He had no. He found no way to find purpose in what he did.
1: I mean, and don't, there, you, don't you think it's fair though that we we kind of grow up? With parents that, that kind of condition us for that because we always have somebody seems like they care about us is always giving yeah. us some kind of direction and then suddenly yeah. we're thrust into this world where people who seemingly don't care about us yeah and I think that that's because we've kind of been conditioned that way I mean even when you 're in high school or, or grade school you still have um, teachers that seem like they care about you you know they, they do they you know they're, they're the ones yep. that are saying come on now you need to do this better you need to do that better and it doesn't always come off that way but really uh they're they're, they're calling you out on the carpet about things because they care about you and they're kind of trying to point you in that direction and then suddenly we get out there and they're like listen all you're doing is pushing this button and that's yep. it just yep. say, don't don't say anything else don't don't give me any questions don't don't come and talk to me about anything else and I think it's this is just our opinion. Now, this is I think that that's what breeds most mountain. It really isn't the people that are getting yelled at a lot. It's not. I mean, or, or I shouldn't say yelled at a lot because nobody likes to be yelled at. But people that are being corrected a lot, yep. or I, they're not as much as upset about their job and hating their job as the people that are just put off to the side with a mop in their hand or a or whatever and then never checked on. Because they're, they're, yep. they're, they're forgotten. Yeah.
0: Well, for the for the guy that I knew that was a that was driving a delivery truck, the thing that I noticed about him was, you know, like I said earlier, he couldn't figure out any purpose in what he was doing. He didn't look at himself as being a representative of a multinational company. Exactly. He looked at himself as a guy who's driving a truck and unloading construction supplies. And I always felt really bad because there was nobody there that was able to convince him, "Look, you're the front line of this company, yes. You're the face of this company." Yes, And when we have people that are you know, I guess underneath us, so to speak, that work for us or report to us, however you want to however you want to word that, it's our job to make them feel like what they are doing is important, regardless of what it is. And we always look at the things, you know, oh well cleaning bathrooms and emptying trash and different stuff like that. I was at Disney with you this on vacation this last summer. And one of the things that was so crazy about about it to me was number one, the way it feels when you go there. It, you you just step into a whole other world. Yeah. And I never saw trash on the ground one time yeah. when we were there, unless it had just blown out or somebody had just dropped it. You didn't see full trash cans. You didn't see trash laying on the ground. And I stopped and asked a, a person who was sweeping where something was at. And they told me where it was on the other side of the park. It wasn't in their zone With, so to with speak. a
1: smile on his face.
0: Yeah, it wasn't an annoyance. Oh, yes, sir, right over here. Yeah. They, were, they, they seemed happy that somebody had interacted with them. And they've done such a good job of telling everybody, "Look, you're important to what everybody experiences." Mm-hmm. And in in a church setting, you know, if your ushers are are there as more bouncers than ushers, or your youth volunteers or your children volunteers, oh, we're babysitting or we're doing what? If that's the attitude that everybody has, we've got to convince everybody we don't need police, we need pastors. Yeah, and the more we're able to convince people. That what they're doing, and show them, not just convince them, but show them what that what they're doing is important to the greater vision of this church, the happier everybody is to do it.
1: But I think it, it, it takes it a little bit deeper than just you're fulfilling our vision, and we're going to have to get into this next time. And that is, by us building you, yep. it's, a, it's a, what do they call that, the, the reciprocal circle? Of that, and so we're gonna we're gonna have to leave it there for today. But we're gonna be back in two weeks, uh, two weeks from today. We'll be back with the second part of this. where We're gonna talk about uh, how that, that 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 happens. So uh, hit us up on Facebook uh, at the thirteen thirty podcast or on Twitter at thirteen thirty podcast. Let us know that you're listening. Let us Come know that you're listening. Shoot us an email at thirteen uh, thirty uh, podcast at gmail And if there's a topic you want us to cover. We'd love, to hear and, and yeah, see, hear we'd love to hear your absolutely. We'd and love to do a QA and a sometime.
0: All right. Well, with that, uh, thanks for listening to the podcast. I'm Keith Naber. I'm Brent Bailey. We'll see you next time. Have a great one, everybody. Thanks for joining us for the 1330 Podcast with Brent and Keith. We want to hear from you. Find us on Facebook and Twitter today at 1330 Podcast or email us directly at 1330podcast at gmail.com. Join us next time for another 13 minutes and 30 seconds geared to change you into the leader that you and those who follow you want you to be.